Well, I am Matt Manning, and uh, today we are talking all things Disney as part of a podcast series on parenting, and this is Pastors on Pop. All right, well, uh, today is like a new tide coming in because with me is no longer Jared Haley, but in his seat is uh, the one and only James Johnson. So it's good to have you here today, James. Great to be here. James is uh, stepping in as the new co-host uh, with me on Pastors on Pop. And uh, James's role here at Crossroads is as one of our pastors. He's like the pastor of all things discipleship. And so uh, if you want to go like deep with God and really get your life in order, James is... <laughs> The guy to talk to you, right? It's a little pressure. A lot of pressure there? Yeah. So so as I think of more pressure to throw onto your shoulders, maybe just share a little bit uh, with people who don't know you, uh, a little bit about your story, who you are, who you're married to, what you love, that kind of thing. Right on. Yeah. So uh, I have been married for 26 years to Gretchen, and we have two young adult kids. Uh, Our daughter's 20 and our son's 17. We'll be an empty nester next year year. So you excited that, about that? Or is there is that like fear and trepidation? Uh, I, I just don't know what to do with my hands. You know, it's like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, be, being a parent, and that's pretty all consuming. So having time on your hands is kind of a scary thing. You can expand your deck. I think so. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. so. Exactly. Okay. Learn, learn, learn karate. There it is. So yeah, so um, yeah, so we've we've uh, moved around a bit as uh, God's called us over the years. We lived in Tennessee, lived in Seattle for a while. We're coming up on our fourth year in Colorado. Uh, absolutely love it here. Um, a little little bit about me. I I love I love music and creativity and innovation. Um, so really, my passions are baseball. Um, and music uh, of all kinds, um, and uh, and uh, really just innovation and creative ideas. Uh, so, over the years, I've 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 studied and kind of looked at looked at people that have changed culture uh, from from Lance Armstrong before you know the drugs drugs came out <laughs> right to Bill Gates to to Walt Disney. I mean these these people that created something amazing, and I'm just super fascinated with individuals that are able to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I have, I have a couple questions for you and that you listed. So give me like your 20-second answers, all right? So, Got it. Um, <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the baseball lockout? Play ball, boys. All right, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to hear billionaires and millionaires fighting nope. with each other. That's it, yeah, yeah. Um, so you said you have a love for music. So what are your top three bands? My top three bands, you uh, 2 Pearl Jam and uh, and probably Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Yeah, when I when my uh, kids my kids were small and we bought them like the cheap MP3 players, and I loaded it with like ninety percent like U2 and Johnny Cash and like three worship songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I really know you, and I feel like I just I learned something new about you with the whole Johnny Cash thing. Oh yeah, storyteller man. Yeah, yeah, his his stuff is great. So one of the other things that you said is that you're like your love of culture and building, and you. Uh, mentioned Walt Disney, which you are like all things Walt Disney. Like you got photos in your in your office. I think I even saw like a photoshopped photo, photo of you standing with Walt Disney <laughs> at the opening of Disney World. Yeah. So, um, so you know, Disney is like known as the most magical place in all of the world. And so, uh, recall your first visit to Disney. Yeah. So I I actually had to ask my mom how many times we went when I grew up because yeah. I I didn't remember. So we we went twice. Okay. And. Oddly, I don't remember any of the 
uh, visual experiences, but my memory is the smell of okay. Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, yeah. So Now, did you go California or Florida was your first one? That's a big question. Okay. Uh, you, uh, you answer first. Uh, which one is the park? Is, is it so, well, land yeah, so, or world? You know, so I, the first visit I ever had was at Disney World yeah. in Florida. And that's the one that I visited most often. And yeah. my first experience, I actually remember, because I went with my grandparents and then my whole mom's side of the family. And when it comes to uh, that side of the family, they are very timely and they want to make sure that everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. So we had to literally meet like every 90 minutes at the Princess Castle, which means that there was a lot of anxious moments because we were in line and it was like at three o'clock, we got to be there. And if you're not, there was like, you know, like shaming, family shaming that happened. And it was like, but we've been waiting, you know, 85 minutes in line for Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) Like, do we get out or do we go? And so I just remember even as like a seven-year-old kid, like just how, uh, you know, uh, anxiously, how anxious driven Disney was that first time. And, you know, we all had our own (laughs) t-shirts and, you know, when like foreigners go to Disney World and they have their signs and stuff, the rep family had their own signs so that we knew (laughs) it was crazy. It was crazy. So, so what what is it for you? What was your where was that first visit? Was it was it California or Florida? No, a Disney a Disneyland in California. Okay. We uh, grew up in Northern California, and uh, so it was just a a drop a drop down to it. Cool. And a Disneyland is always the park that Walt built for me. So I gotcha. so Disney World was the dream that mm-hmm. he didn't get to actually see, but the park has his fingerprints on it. I so gotcha. it's it's just yeah, it's always going to be the place for me. <laughs> That's cool. And uh, so that is like your first visit and my first visit. Like recall your most memorable trip to Disney. Mm. So when our kids were little and we saved up the money for a trip down. And uh, I, I uh, seeing it through their eyes was was life changing. Mm. Matter of fact, I vividly remember like we we uh, came in the park and and you go under the train track and yeah. you're you're in the hometown USA. And I remember seeing the castle, and I turned to my wife and I just said, "I am so excited!" <laughs> and I wanted to pick my kids up and just run to the castle. Mm. And I. I actually used that illustration years later in a in a funeral. Oh, okay. Because I shared the picture of like of like all these promises of God and it, they're on the horizon. Yeah. And like that feeling that I had of I just want to grab mm. the things that I love and run toward that 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 destination. Yeah. But seeing the castle at the end of and I didn't know what I was gonna do when I got there, right? But gosh, it <laughs> Look was just, at it. just just that excitement. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah, I when we took our kids for the first time, that was a pretty special moment. Like you, you really did see how magical Disney was. Um, however, my most memorable experience is when I left my kids at home, and so, <laughs> yeah. So uh, during COVID, my cousin uh, who lives in Florida reached out to me, and she's like, "Hey, if you ever wanted to experience the Star Wars land in Disney World, like this is the time to come." Yeah. And she sent me this picture with like barely anybody in it. <laughs> and so I looked at my wife and I was like, we should go. And so just spur of the moment, and this is totally not usually how we do things, but my birthday was coming up and I was like, I just want to go to Disney World for two days. And so we bought red eye tickets. We jumped on a plane Wednesday night. We landed Thursday morning and we went right to uh, Animal Kingdom, which is my favorite of all yeah. the Disney parks and uh, just experienced it. And we rode all of the rides 
um, twice, some of them <laughs> three times, and we were done by 2.30 in the afternoon. Like, the whole park was ours. And then the next day, we went to Hollywood Studios uh, to experience the whole Star Wars thing. And I have a picture on my phone of walking to um, Tower of Terror down the main street of to Tower of Terror, and there's nobody in the street. Like, it's just my wife and I. <laughs> Walking to the Tower of Terror. I don't know how they made any money. I don't care. But yeah. Disney has forever been ruined totally. for me because I didn't have to wait in a single line. Like the Avatar ride, yeah. that's three, four hours long. We walked on in 20 minutes and only 20 minutes because that's how long it took us to get through all of the... <laughs> the queue? <laughs> the queue to oh get there. Yeah. It was It was unbelievable. And I was like... Like, this is the best Disney experience ever. Like, I did everything I wanted to. And I even found things <laughs> that I didn't even know existed. Because, you know, when you go there and all the crowds, you're like, yeah. what's the next big thing that we can stand in line for two hours to do? And this one was like, wait, they have like an art center that you can learn to draw? And <laughs> they got real gorillas at Animal Key? Let's yeah, go look right? at those, right? Yeah, so anyways, it was a, it was a lot of fun and super memorable in that, in that space. That's awesome. So um, being the guy that is like all things Walt Disney, um, you know, like the history better than anybody I know about like the beginning of, of Disney and the dream and all of that kind of stuff. So maybe, maybe share a build about Walt's dream and the whole reason that even Disneyland and Disney world eventually became into existence. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the really cool thing about Walt's story is that, I mean, like in the, in the forties, uh, he was already really successful i mean he he failed and succeeded multiple times in his yeah. career and probably as a, like an artist right like yeah, isn't that yeah is the stop motion cartoons yep. and stuff yep so so doing cartoons and then he had the audacious idea of i want to do a feature length movie which was snow white and the seven dwarfs yeah. and it and his artistic sense his 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 win was if people cry when she dies i was successful oh, because wow. because uh, cartoons were were funny back then and yeah. he wanted to evoke um, the emotion of human beings mm. the deepest emotion so he was already successful with that yeah um he makes my mom cry every time she watches it <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> yeah. and so 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 uh, he was already a huge huge success and the the a neat thing about walt is so he he had two daughters and um and one of his life disciplines was saturday was for the girls mm. So every Saturday he would he would spend spend the day playing playing with his daughters and uh, I mean their backyard I mean like he uh, he had a, a train that went around their backyard of course he did that, so yeah just because he had <laughs> had the means to do that yeah but but one of his grievances was was if he went to a carnival in the forties or uh, a fair or something they had um, activities for kids to do yeah. and parents would sit on a park bench and watch their kids play. And furthermore, though, those those environments were like really seedy, like mm. like the the individuals, the carnies and all that stuff. Like it wasn't a family place. So Walt yeah. literally sat on the park bench watching his daughters play and said, I, I, I wish there was a place where parents and kids could play together that was safe and they would both equally enjoy it. And I remember the first time that I read that, and, and it made me think, because you and I can't fathom a world without Disneyland. Right. Yeah. But Walt, like, nobody could understand even the concept of what he was mm -hmm. saying, but his, his, his motivation was, I want a place where I can play with my girls and other people can play, interact with their kids in a way that's fun, safe, and wholesome. And then, you know... The fundraising, the vision casting, I mean, all those things that just, that I I just love. Yeah. 
and he created a, a, a reality that that we can't imagine a world without it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's so fascinating. Yeah. Did you uh, did you watch on Disney Plus the whole like show that they put together where it was like the building of Disney and like three times? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, my name is Matt Manning, and I am the senior pastor here at Crossroads Church. And hopefully, you are loving what you're listening to today. If you are, we would love for you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You can leave us a comment; we read all of them. And if you like it, we'd love for you to share this with a friend. Every week, we get together as a church to celebrate what God is doing, and you can join us every Sunday at 8:30, 10, and 11:30 online or in house. Let's get back to the podcast. She did. Or she did. It's so fascinating to me of all the hard that he actually had to overcome to see the dream yeah. uh, come into reality. Like today, we just think of Disney like being able to print money and do whatever they want. Yeah. But it was actually a real struggle for him to succeed in seeing this dream of creating a place where parents could play with their kids. Um, yeah, in the in Dis in in California, it was just it's fascinating to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and even and even part a part of that was culturally at the time in the 40s um you know for for dads especially i mean uh, dads were a lot of them were coming back from the war mm. and they they weren't even like the role of parents in the lives of their kids i mean men were providers yeah they were somewhat distant so i mean walt's walt had the luxury if you will of like saturday is my day with the girls and yeah. and i'm gonna guard that but even the value of parents interacting with their kids and playing together yeah was a was somewhat of a foreign concept yeah and i would even say probably today you know we're doing this parenting series at crossroads and um and getting that all launched and really talking to uh parents of all ages what does it look like uh to be a good parent in this day and age the world has changed so much but one of those like unchangeable truths or principles in the world is is just parents being with their kids like so oftentimes you know we um, you know, we're like the chauffeur drivers, right? Or we're the watchers over the park or whatever it is uh, in our lives. We provide food, we, you know, and those things. But, but this understanding that Walt grabbed a hold of, of just like being with the kids. And um, part of it, uh, a little bit, just reminds me of like Jesus with, with the kids. And we were talking about this a little bit earlier of Luke 18, 16, where the disciples are all like shooing away the kids that are <laughs> running to Jesus, right? And he says, no, let the little kids come to me, right? Like, let them be with me. And and don't think of yourself so full to hinder them in this space, right? Like, and then he says, for the kingdom of God is such of these things. And um, and just this, this being in the presence of our kids um, is so big to me in terms of the way that God looks upon us, right? He calls us children of God, uh, the way that we look to our kids. And so... Um, Talk to me a little bit about uh, you raising your two kids and how you, um, these memorable times or the ways that you've tried to apply, uh, just that kind of, that idea of being with kids or playing with your kids in that space. What's, what's that look like for you and your family? Yeah, yeah. So, so with a son and a daughter, it, it, was, it was a different because of activities, right? Yeah. Our, our a daughter danced and loved drama. And uh, so uh, in some ways, uh, some of those things were kind of hard for me to interact yeah. With, uh, like like a dance was a really hard one right because yeah, you're not very good oh i'm really bad yeah when <laughs> six, a six foot five guys have to be funny yeah because they won't ever like attract a mate any other way right <laughs> so it's correct. yeah so i i'm glad i'm glad i had that but, um, <laughs> but like with with my with my son um i mean a baseball was a biggie and uh, for me it was like 
kind kind of like my Disneyland experience, like my experience as a kid, mm. like that you kind of take for granted as a kid. But man, when I when I was playing catch with my son and teaching him how to catch, yeah, and teach him how to hold a bat, and then I'm going back to when my brother, like in the backyard, like taught me how to throw a curveball, mm. you know, mess my elbow up, <laughs> right? And all you were that. too little, yeah. yeah. But like, uh, so. A part of it, but a part of the contrast for me, and it, it really made me think about there's there's those things that I did where I went to the the activities of my kids. Mm. So using baseball as an example, right? Yeah. Like my uh, my son loved baseball, and I I, I clearly influenced that too. Yeah. I mean, he's a Giants fan, right? Like Dodgers was never an option in our household. <laughs> well, at least he got that right. <laughs> but uh, but. So I, I went to his world, yeah. but I also, um, I think, tried to invite him to my world, too. Mm. Does it make sense? Yeah. Because cause there are certain passions that I have. I mean, even, even talking about music, right? Yeah. It was like I introduced him to U2, and then over the years, we, we talked about why do I love this band? Mm. The sounds, the textures, the, the lyrics. But I invited him to my happy place. Yeah. Like I, I, I played where the streets have no name and like, it's the most beautiful sound I've ever, like my world stopped mm. when I heard that for the first time, like, what is this? Yeah. Right. And like to recreate that with my kid and invite him into my world. Oh, that's good. Um, so yeah. So there's, so in, in the application of that for me, it's the, uh, go, going to their heart and their activities yeah. and their smaller world mm. and also inviting them into mine. Yeah, no, that's really good. I, I think of that in my own life of a couple like instances. One is uh, last summer, um, my kids aren't into baseball, but uh, one of the, the memories that I have growing up with my dad is playing catch with him. And so uh, I got them, or we already had, just gloves and we got baseballs and one time each week uh, for each kid. So like Monday was Mercy, Tuesday was Theo. You can see a theme here. Uh, <laughs> you know, Thursday sadly didn't work out for Caden. But um, but I would take the the kids down to the park, and it was just we're gonna toss ball for thirty minutes, and we're just gonna have a conversation. And you know, it was just deeply impactful conversation and just a eye opening into their world as we just were with each other, just throwing a baseball. Uh, my oldest son now. Uh, he's going to be in high school next year. He's eighth grade, and all of a sudden, muscles have become important to him. And so uh, we got him trained over at the rec center. But Monday and Friday mornings, he's actually getting out of bed at 6 in the morning, and we're going over to the rec center and just lifting weights. And, you know, it's just a precious time of just being and, and talking uh, with him and inviting him a little bit into my world and, and he, you know, in, uh, he inviting me into his and that kind of spaces. And then, you know, one of the memorable things of – of just being is like, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Like as much as you love Disney, like Star Wars is it for me. And so um, all of my kids have seen all of the Star Wars movies and uh, have watched them. And, you know, some of them are like, dad, these are terrible. And it's like, <laughs> shut up, kid. You're going to watch it, right? And this, uh, But my daughter, she was so precious. We watched it this last year. And so we're doing our Star Wars marathon. And we watched, you know, movie one, two, and three. And then... Um, uh, let's see, Rogue One and uh, uh, what was the one? Um, anyways, we all in order. And then we get to episode um, four, right? And then Mercy finds out that little Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader, right? In the space. And it was like when she looked in that moment in, in episode three, <laughs> when that happened, she looked at me and she was like, 
what terror right yeah. like like and seeing the excitement i was like yes. oh, that's the excitement i felt when i yeah. first yeah. learned of this too right yeah uh, in that space and so just to be able to share those moments and just to you know, while we're passively watching a movie, right? My daughter's like a cuddler, so she's sitting on my lap, right? And it's like, man, I wouldn't trade that for a million years. And just to be with our kids is, I think, and to experience the world and the creativity and and to be in awe of story, all of that is just, it's so precious. Well, and, and uh, hearing that, it, it, it really accomplishes two things. Like one is, is it, it, it creates vulnerability, mm -hmm. right? Because you're, you're sharing something that you love. Yeah. So like, you know, so, and, and there's something scary in that, right? When uh, oh, they're like, like these graphics suck. It was like, yeah. it was the seventies. It's like, give them, <laughs> give them, give them, cut them some. I don't care if they are, you'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's vulnerability there, yeah. but, 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 all, but also there's, uh, there's, there's the, um, the merging of those worlds. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that, you know, in our time and in our space, right, in a world that's increasingly devaluing kids um, in it for parents and particularly for fathers uh, to go, no, my kids have value. Like there's time in my world uh, to pick up a ball and play baseball. Mm -hmm. You know, there's time in my world to sit down and watch an anime movie with my son, which now I know what he experienced watching Star Wars. I watched that with anime and it's like... <laughs> I don't get it either. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, but, I, but, but I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to, and yeah. I'm interested, right? Like, yeah. I know more about Pokemon because of my son than I would ever know <laughs> in my entire life um, because it's something that he's interested in, you yeah. know? And so there's regular times where we just go out on walks and we're talking together and we're playing Pokemon Go on the phone. And, and those are like those precious moments that just speak value into our yeah. kids' lives that will, my hope is, that will create a relationship that goes on for years beyond them being in my home yeah yeah and and it and i mean when it as it uh, comes to music or movies and things like that but then as we think about faith mm. and 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 i really the idea that like our ch our kids get to stand before god and choose yeah who they follow but we have influence and how how yeah. do we steward that i mean i i remember you know our our, our our kids have always grown up around church because I'm a pastor. Yeah. Right. So, but I remember when Wilson was, uh, gosh, probably seven years old and seeing him in the batter box with two strikes on him. Yeah. And seeing him step out and go, I'm just scared. Yeah. And, and well, no, 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 praying. Oh, praying. <laughs> and I, and I asked him afterwards, like at first yeah. base, like, hey, what were you doing? And he was like, I was just asking God to give me a base hit. Oh wow! But in his little world, yeah, like that was a critical moment, yeah, and that was that was faith in action, mm. in a very real way. Does it make sense? So yeah, absolutely. So it's like it's it's not Sunday school. It's yeah. like this is, and for you and I, like we pray about super complex things, uh, sometimes selfish things, right? Yeah. But but uh, but for him, I was so proud of him because. Praise God, he got a base hit, and, and I met him at first base, and he told me what he was doing, right? Yeah. But but all of those things converged, yeah. and he made a faith decision mm. in that moment to cry out to God. Yeah, one of the things that I constantly go back to, like in my own parenting, that's just had such an impact on me, is that what we do matters, mm. right, as parents, that, that we are instruments placed in the hands of God to bring our children into a place where they're conscious of God, right? Like we can't save our kids. Ultimately, Jesus is the one who saves. 
Um, but we can do everything in our power to create a home, to create an environment that ultimately goes, um, Jesus is really good. You know, God is, you should pay attention to this. And we can show you the goodness of God in this relationship. And then to watch our kids as they start to live their life, to see that faith actually impact their lives, maybe not in the same way, right, yeah. <laughs> that it impacts ours, but to see it, how it impacts their life and to sit back and, and just go, man, God, thank you. Thank you that, that I get to be a part of the blessing to see this person that you've created um, find dependence in you. Yeah. Yeah. Can I, can I share a, yeah, a quick absolutely. story? So like when, when my, my a daughter was in uh, middle school, I think, and we, 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 we go get a Frappuccino and, 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 and just talk and catch up. Yeah. And uh, I remember we were, we were, I have having the conversation about a music and I just said, so who, 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 who are you listening to? And at, at the time it was Imagine Dragons. Yeah. I didn't know of them yet. Um, and then I asked, well, great. So what's your favorite song? And she said, oh, a song called Demons. Oh. And I was like, Hey, why, why don't we go to the car and listen, <laughs> listen right? Like, listen. right? Like, but, and the incredible thing for me was when I heard the song and then I was able to ask, so what do you like about it? Mm. And it was like, because it's talking about this person feels all these, these, these things that they want to do, but they know that they're bad for them mm. and they're crying out for something greater. Oh, wow. And we, we ended up having this beautiful talk about God and about sin and about like faith mm. became real in that moment. Yeah. And if I would have squashed it at like, you know, that's a bad song. It was yeah. like, it was, it's actually a beautiful song. Mm. Does it make sense? Yeah. Because, because it opened up a door and, and it resonated with her middle school heart in a yeah. way that sermons don't. And your willingness to be uh, with her in those moments and to explore her world and to enter into her world created opportunity uh, for you to to speak to the things that are good, right? And for you to have that conversation in a way that that gives opportunity for life. Yeah. 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 No, that's so cool. That's so cool. So, well, hey, our time is up today. So I want to thank you. Thank you. Uh, for being a part of this. And you will see a lot more of James in the future. Look at that face. Like that is a podcasting face. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does that mean for the people that are just you, listening? You should just uh, you should figure that out. We have a radio <laughs> face, right? We have a stage face. Now we have a podcast face. So however you want to interpret that. But uh, hey, if you uh, enjoyed this, we have a podcast on YouTube that you can catch uh, every other week. And I also want to invite you uh, to Crossroads Church uh, online or in-house, 8.30, 10.00, every Sunday. And uh, throughout the next couple of weeks, we are talking about parenting and the six things that every parent needs to know. And so I want to thank you for joining us today on Pastors on Pop, and we'll see you next time. 